how was the marathon? Well, I didn't train for it, so it was quite terrible. Yeah, you yeah. didn't train for it, but you still ran it way faster than I've ever run it and only 10 minutes slower than Nico, who was training to run it in sub 315. So I won't deny that that happened, but it did hurt my body for a while. My body was hurt for, I think, a month after I did mine. And I say, I think a month because um, it's been over a month and my body still hurts. (laughs) Today I am having on, I'm having on Sailor David for our podcast episode here and a little more information about David. So um, similar to my introduction for Nico, I said his best high school accomplishment. And so now I will say yours, which was speech and debate. (laughs) David was, I think you were the captain. Were you the captain of speech and debate? I was. Yeah. So (laughs) David was the speech and debate captain and is a graduate from Ohio State University and got a degree in supply chain management with a minor in communication and now is in the Navy. So welcome to AA, David. David's also a master finesser, which is why he's on today. (laughs) I do have one talent in life and it is finessing. Yeah, it is honestly very impressive. So with your finessing, I've broken it down into three categories that I feel like you frequent, not frequently talk about, but have the most benefits from, I guess. And I said that those are credit card points and credit card benefits, hotel points and airline points. So breaking down all of those and then also just the overarching theme of okay well what else have you been able to finesse like what other cool stories do you have I've heard some cool stories Uh, my most recent cool thing that I learned about finessing was that you can link your Lyft account to your Delta Skyline miles and for every mile that you drive in a Lyft they put one mile towards your airline miles, which granted is not a lot because you're not driving that much, but it's still something. And then on the way to the airport, all of those miles are doubled. Yeah. So there's a, there's a couple other programs like that. Um, Delta really likes to partner with other people. So Delta also recently, I think is in like last week, started partnering with Starbucks. So now if you link your Starbucks account, to Delta, every dollar you spend at Starbucks also gets you one mile at Delta. So while that sounds really nice and really entices you to go to Starbucks, even when you spend $8 at Starbucks, that's only eight miles. But that's something. It is something. something. But if you think about how many miles things cost, like dad and I went to Honolulu last month and i used points for both the flights it was a hundred thousand points for dad's flight and a hundred and twenty thousand points for my flight because we're leaving from different places so yeah over time six points at starbucks and 10 points because you rode an uber for or rode a lift for 10 miles yeah 
What if you Uber Eats Starbucks? Can you double dip if you Uber Eats Starbucks? That's my question. Well, I guess it's Lyft, so no, you can't. Um, Let me see. So if I'm spending, I don't know how much, how much is an average Starbucks order? Like six bucks? And there's 365 days in a year? Yeah. You'd get 2,000. You'd get 2,000. $2,000. Like like I said, it's not it's not enough that like you're gonna get a free flight just from going to Starbucks, but it is enough that it could push you over the edge and then you can afford a free flight from other things. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm, that's awesome. I have never done that. I yeah. I actually I think the coolest story I've ever heard. So I worked with this engineer at my last company who said that there was an app for the Luxor in Las Vegas that if you spent X amount of time on the app that you would earn points for every hour or something that you spent on the app. So he just built an algorithm on his computer that ran the app for the Luxor for, I think like 60 hours straight or something and won a free week not one but earned a free week at the Luxor in Las Vegas that's pretty cool yeah so that's the only like relative cool story that I have I've personally never earned points to go anywhere or do anything but how did you learn about all this stuff uh I think honestly, most of it's just over time and just doing it. And really, it just started with every time I would fly, I would always make sure that I had a frequent flyer account. So like, I have accounts that I think I've used one time. Like I think I've only flown American Airlines one time ever. But I have a frequent flyer account with American Airlines because you never know when that one thing is going to happen that you end up with a ton of points. Yeah. And then once you start having a critical mass and a large amount of points, it's easy to like add to that and be like, well, I'm get a thousand more points for this free flight somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've, I've flown Southwest a lot between going to school in Ohio and then living in Georgia after flying back and forth between the two, I flew Southwest a lot. So I ended up with a lot of frequent fire points on Southwest, just from flying Southwest, not from having a credit card, not from anything mm-hmm. else. And I used all of those points to fly Southwest again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the case with Delta. A lot of my Delta points that I've earned are from credit cards. Uh, I do want to caveat that with I am in a very unique position being active duty military that I do not pay credit card fees. So everybody that has an Amex Platinum is paying $700 a year to have the luxury of using an Amex Platinum and I pay nothing to have that credit card. So that's a, that's a pretty big disclaimer on how I can caveat with having American Express cards. I don't I don't pay the yearly fee on anything. So like my Delta card, I knew that I had a $4,000 expense coming up. And I knew that if I spent $4,000 on the Delta credit card in the first three months of opening the card, I got 100,000 miles. So I said, great. 
I'll open up this credit card. I'm spending this four thousand dollars because that's when I uh, had to pay for some something in the Navy. I think it was my uniforms that I had to pay four thousand dollars for. So I opened up the credit card, put the four thousand dollars on it, and then I never used the credit card again. But I got a hundred thousand miles from it. That's insane. And I got to use the Delta Lounge in the Boston airport from it. Is that the same one? Yes. Yeah. Is, well, no, you have the platinum card, but it's the same. It's also something that I have. Mm. So that's the that's really the big thing I do with or how I have so many airline points is from maximizing how I use the credit cards to make sure that I get those bonuses. And then American Express will email you every now and then and be like, hey, if you sign up for this feature or if you set up paperless billing or do this or do that, they'll give you bonus points for doing things like that. So if you pay attention, you can always get random $10,000 of bonus or bonus miles or bonus points and do whatever you want with it. Really with the credit cards, it's maximizing how you use it. So if you know that you have a large expense coming up and you see that like Ameri- if you get this American Airlines credit card and you spend $3,000, you'll get 100,000 miles. Like that's a, that's a pretty good deal because each airline does their miles a little bit differently, but 100,000 miles generally could get you a flight a round trip flight to anywhere in the United States and possibly to Europe, depending on where you're flying from and where you're flying to. It, 100,000 miles is a lot. So you can do a lot with that. Mm-hmm. Um, just to go off of all of the credit cards that I have. So I have the Delta credit card, which allows, which allowed me to get all those points from that initial spend. And then the Delta credit card also, uh, I get one free companion pass a year. So I once a year can have somebody fly with me for free on any flight domestically in the United States. Wow. Or continental United States. I can have one person fly with me for free. I also get Delta lounge access from that credit card. And those are the main perks from having that Delta credit card. I also get priority boarding and I get considered for upgrades, which is nice because when I went to New York City in January, I got upgraded to first class both ways just because the flight wasn't full and only because I had that credit card, not because I had any status with Delta solely from having that credit card. Wow. So... Like and that's that's my Delta credit card, and then I ended up getting the um, the Hilton Honors credit card because when I went to a school for the Navy out in San Diego, I stayed at Hilton for four months. So I got my own Hilton Honors credit card so that way I could maximize the points that I received. Because if I was just paying for it with my debit card. I would have only received eight points for every dollar that I spent at the hotel. But if I put it on this Hilton credit card, I would receive 20 points for every dollar that I spent at Hilton over four months. 
Wow. And then I ended up leaving that trip with almost a million LNRs. Oh my God. Which was enough for dad and Nico to go to Boston for a week. Dad and I just went to Hawaii for a week and stayed for free. Um, and I still have a little under half the points from that one trip. And then next year, I'm going to another six months of Navy schools, and we'll probably get even more points doing that again. Oh, my God. Yeah. So. It really Wait, is like, so what did you have to do? Is the Hilton Honors credit card the same as signing up for any other credit card? Yeah. So it's literally just the same thing. There are actually almost all of my credit cards are through American Express. The uh, Delta SkyMiles and the Hilton Honors credit card are both mm-hmm. through American Express. Oh, I didn't know that. So you just go into American Express and you can scroll through the other cards that they offer and say, hey, I want this one. And then you can apply for it. And they already have all the information because you have another credit card with them. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty simple process to get a second credit card through American Express. Yeah. Um, so I have that Hilton Honors American Express credit card, which really was used to maximize a stay that I was already doing. Mm-hmm. And so you had to pay for the stay with that credit card then, obviously, right? Yes. Okay. So I got eight points per dollar just from being a Hilton Honors dining member. Mm-hmm. And then I got, I think it's eight points per, it's something like that. And then I got another like 12 points per dollar. And those and two I compound got, on top of each other? Yes. So I was getting 20 points for every dollar. So if I would pay with my debit card advice using this Honors credit card, I would have only received about a third of the points that I did from that stay mm-hmm. with costing me no extra money. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay anything extra to use the credit card. Mm-hmm. I just used the credit card instead of my debit card and got two thirds more points. Wow. Jesus. And I know that most people are not staying in a hotel for six months. Staying in a hotel for six months. But it's the same concept. Even if you know that, oh, I'm going to be here for a little while and like I constantly stay in the same hotel or this or that, like you want to be able to make sure that you maximize what you earn. Mm-hmm. And that's really how I have so many points to do whatever. But my primary credit card is the American Express Gold Card, which I had even before I joined the Navy and was paying the early fee for. And I do highly recommend the American Express Gold Card because most people our age spend 90% of their money that's not spent on rent between two places, going out to eat and the grocery store. That's valid. all bars and restaurants are included in going out to eat. So even if you go to a shop bar, it's included in the going out to eat. Hmm. And then grocery store is pretty self-explanatory. But you get four points per dollar that you spend at all of those places. And then with the American Express Gold Card and also with the Platinum Card, 
you get American Express points, which are valued differently than like Delta points or Health Monitors points, because the the American Express points you can use either through American Express. Like I used some my American Express points last Christmas to buy an iPad Mini. So you just get essentially a gift card to somewhere. Is that like? Uh, Yes, so you can. So you can redeem. You can redeem it for a gift card. Nine times out of ten, I would say that that's actually not a good use of the points mm-hmm. because points are kind of like a current, like a form of currency, mm-hmm. and they can be valued differently depending on what you do. Mm-hmm. So, say like a Home Depot gift card, like a ten dollar Home Depot gift card, could cost a thousand points. But a ten dollars Sephora gift card could cost twelve hundred points. Okay. So it's the same cash value, but it's going to cost you more points for that Sephora gift card. Yeah. So you have to keep a lookout on that. And last, I think it was last December, uh, American Express was doing a promotion that if you got a certain value of Apple gift card, that it was actually going to be fewer. It was going to be less than one point per dollar, which is a pretty good exchange rate. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, I'll just use that to buy the iPad name. Wow. So I just transferred it and got American, or I used my American Express points to get Apple gift cards that I used to buy the iPad name. Hmm. I didn't know that American Express had American Express points because do they also do cash back? So are you getting points and doing cash, getting cash back? Um, so they don't do like, they don't do like the discover it like cash back or like other credit cards, like the Apple credit card, for example, gives you cash back daily. At the end okay. of the day, it says, this is how much you spent. This is how much cash back we owe you. We're going to put it on your Apple cash card. Okay. American Express doesn't do that. It's just points. Mm-hmm. You can use your points to pay for a purchase or to get gift cards or to do a lot of other things. But when you do that, it's not the same like one-to-one value that traditional cash back is. Like mm-hmm. with my Apple credit card, I know that on everything from Apple, I get 3% cash back. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the American Express points, I know that three points doesn't necessarily equal three cents. Yeah. But the Apple credit card, three points is three cents. Okay. So there's a direct relationship there. Yes. So cash cash back, there is a direct, this is how much you will get for this. Okay. American Express points get a little bit more convoluted but are also a little bit more valuable. It just depends on how you use it. Right. So transferring it to different airlines, different airlines, even having the ability to transfer to different airlines, you can get different redemption values because, again, it's like a currency. Some airlines offer better deals booking with points than others. So you really just have to keep a lookout and do your research and say, hey, I want to fly from New York to Paris. Mm-hmm. And then you start looking into, hey, I want to fly to New York to Paris with American Express points. What's the best way to do that? Mm-hmm. 
and there are a lot of people that do this as well and they blog about it and they put and you can easily find like oh hey this person went from new york to paris in first class for fifty thousand points how did they do that mm-hmm. in some ways are pretty convoluted and i can barely follow their logic and how they got there but other ways are pretty cut and dry and it's like oh okay that's pretty simple but it really is making good use of your points to maximize what you get back mm-hmm. it's like redeeming for a gift card with your american express points while it is an option it's not always the most cost effective option. right yeah and i think that's what's kind of the most difficult to track which you do such a good job at tracking is what corresponds to what and where you should be spending or where you should be using your credit card for each transaction that you're doing. So if you're buying gas, you're using this credit card. If you're buying an airline ticket, you're using this credit card. If you're buying groceries, you're using this credit card. And I think that that for me has been kind of the hardest thing for me to understand of being like, okay, I don't know when to use what and how to use what and capitalize on the rewards that I do get. Well, that and the fact that my credit score isn't stellar, so I can't open another credit card. The first thing I would say is only have one credit card. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You I say that while cards. you have like seven. I do. I do have a lot of credit cards and I only actively use two of them. Yeah. Well, that's. I I know a lot of people that have the Amex Gold, and they all said the same thing that you did, in that you get three percent back at restaurants and grocery stores, which again is where people our age spend money. For me, the two hundred because I think it's like a two hundred twenty five dollar yearly fee. I was paying that even before I joined the Navy, and it became free because I got more than two hundred fifty dollars back from the American Express Gold Card. Like if we just talk about one credit card that I would recommend for anyone who's trying to start the game of finessing and figuring out how to maximize points and how to benefit from spending your money, it's definitely starting with the American Express Gold Card because not only do you get four points per dollar on most of the money that you're gonna spend, because most of the money you're going to spend that you actually put on a credit card is food. If you're paying your rent on a credit card, you're probably paying a fee for that. So most of your money that goes on your credit card is going to be food. Mm-hmm. So that's why that one I would highly recommend. A lot of people think the platinum, platinum credit card would be better because it physically weighs more, which makes it more appealing for some reason. And it just has that stigma to it that people say like, oh, the platinum credit card. Mm-hmm. But the platinum credit card, you only get five points per dollar on flights and hotels booked through American Express or booked directly on the like on the airline's website. I don't know how like I'm not traveling that much for it to be worth it. Yeah. The gold card is definitely the place to start. Because not only do you get those points, you also get other points. You get, I believe it's a $10 Uber credit every month. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is have the American Express gold card on your Uber account. And you get a $10 Uber credit 
put on your account every single month. You also get a $10 food credit that's good at, I think it's like Shake Shack, Cheesecake Factory, and Grubhub. Hmm. So, there's so that's 20 bucks right there. Yeah, every single month. So that alone, if you use both of those every single month, you're at $240 yeah. at the end of the year. And I think in December, it's a $15 Uber credit, but I could be wrong. Uh, that's, see, that's the credit card that I want to open and I would like to open, but my credit score, I'm still working on building a little bit. Um, she's kind of low right now mm-hmm. and we're just working on it. Okay. <laughs> it's tough out here in these streets. I don't understand. As soon as I got a job, my credit score decreased by like 200 points. But when I didn't have a job and I didn't have any money, my credit score was like in the 800s. So a lot of that probably comes from your spend on your credit card. Yeah. And so I looked into that and it's all about utilization. And so I was letting my utilization get super high because I was like, oh, I pay it off every month. I don't care. Like it doesn't matter to me. But what I do instead now is I was doing it every day, but now I just do it every week. I was paying off my credit card every day to try and raise my credit score to be super high. So I'd get like, I'd go out to dinner one night, spend 30 bucks. And then the next day I'd pay it off. So your credit utilization, yes. Paying off every day and now paying it off every week actually also is not beneficial because you want it to show up on your bill that you owe money, but you don't want it to show up on your bill that you are 3% or more than, I think it's 10% of your total credit. Mm-hmm. And that's across all cards. So if you have cards that you never use, those also count towards that credit utilization. So even if you're maxing out one credit card every single month, but you have 15 other credit cards you never touch, mm-hmm. your credit utilization is still going to be low. So right. let me ask you this. So you and dad, yeah. you opened the platinum card in my name so that I could use that at the airport. And then dad also opened a card under my name. So that way I could grow my credit faster. Do those two cards, although they are not my, they're in my account, they are in my name. Do those count towards my utilization or do those count towards yours and dad's utilization? So that account towards dad's and my utilization. The American Express is also different because the American Express Platinum card isn't a credit card, it's a charge card. Uh-huh. So you have to pay it in full at the end of every month. So there is no credit limit to it. Mm-hmm. It's just, you can charge whatever American Express thinks that you can pay back. Mm-hmm. And then you have a little tool in the app if you think you're going to go spend $10,000 on something dumb. And you can say, will you approve my charge if I spend $10,000? And they'll say, no. <laughs> That's essentially what Discover so, said to me when I called and asked if they could extend my um, credit line. They're like, mm, no. And I was like, oh, please, why? Well, you also can do other, you can do a lot of in between, between the American Express Gold Card and the Discover It card. Because... When I, because I also started with just having to discover a card way back when, when I turned 18 and got a credit card and the credit limit was $300. From there, I think the next thing I got was like the Chase Slate credit card. 
Mm-hmm. So you just have to go to other banks and get their low credit score credit card. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to use all of them. But having more credit cards helps. The benefit to building your credit with having credit cards in my name and dad's name isn't for credit utilization. It's for length of credit mm. and on-time payments. So it will help you build the length of credit and total time that you've had credit, mm-hmm. but it will not improve your um, your credit utilization because the ultimate owner of that credit is dad now. In order to reap rewards, I have to go into debt, essentially. And it makes little to no sense to me as to how I was making zero dollars initially and spending like more money than I was bringing in just because I had the luxury of having a savings before I had a credit card. And I was making no money and spending exponentially more than I was making because I didn't have a job. And my credit score was like 850. And now I have a job and I make significantly more than I spend. And my credit score is booty. Well, here's my question. Are you spending more now than you were? Yeah, a hundred percent. Exactly. That's which is so that's stupid. Which it's, is it's but, solely from your credit utilization. But that's so and, dumb to me because you but, you're I hear what you're saying. My credit utilization is high, but you're also saying go into debt. And I am going into debt, if you will, by using my credit. Like, where is the win? win, Where do I win here? So, honestly, the biggest win you can do is just start to open more credit cards and Mm -hmm. don't use the old credit card anymore. Just use the new one. And that's also where you can maximize. And that's also where you can maximize like getting free things mm-hmm. because yeah the super expensive bougie credit cards have really nice benefits if you meet their minimum spend mm-hmm. but a lot of like free credit cards also have benefits like you can get i think it's like the chase sapphire card and that's like 99 dollars a month and you get similar to american express points you get chase points mm-hmm um or even below that it's the chase freedom like cashback credit card that has no yearly fee and it has an average credit score that's required and they will give that to you and then having more credit cards improves your credit utilization Mm -hmm. because they don't when they check your credit they're not looking at your credit utilization on each credit card they're not like holy shit this card has 60 percent credit utilization they're like, oh, between all I just think that that's cards, so stupid. Like, who cares how much you're spending if you're paying it off every month? Like, who cares? That's what I say. <laughs> what, like, what's it fucking I matter? Over, I have over $70,000 in available credit card limit. Who on earth thinks that I can pay off $70,000 in one month? Yeah. Like, it's it's a game and if you play the game you start to get things like Mm -hmm. having a crazy amount of available credit going to hawaii for free Mm -hmm. you just have to learn how to play the game 
but that's really why I tried to limit myself and only use two credit cards. I use my American Express gold card for almost everything. The only thing I don't use it for, I use the Apple credit card. And that one I use for everything that gets billed through Apple. So all of my reoccurring subscriptions through Apple go through the Apple credit card. What do you get with that? For what? So that's just cash back. Oh, okay. Do you get 2% cash back anytime you use Apple Pay? Oh. Instead of using the physical card. So if you use Apple Pay and pay with the card. What are they gaining from that? Why are they promoting that? What is there to gain? For Apple? That you just have an Apple product that you're using Apple Pay on? Is that what's to gain? What's to gain? Um, So Apple Pay is... Without going too in the weeds, Apple Pay is more secure than using a physical credit card because Apple Pay does not use your actual credit card number when you tap your phone. It uses a list of credit card numbers that are linked to your credit card, but can only be used from your device. So if someone was to say hack Walgreens system and get your credit card number Mm -hmm. that you use from Apple Pay, it's useless. Oh, so using Apple Pay saves Apple money from fraud. Oh, so that's like more so of an insurance Apple Pay, thing. So enticing people to use Apple Pay cuts down on the amount of fraud that Apple experiences. Because oh. if you're using Apple Pay, you're less likely to leave your card somewhere and your card number is less likely to be stolen. Hmm. So it's cutting down significantly on fraud. So they're incentivizing you using Apple Pay. Yeah. That makes sense. And then you get 3% cash back on all purchases made at Apple. So Hmm. for everything that you have that gets automatically billed from Apple, like I have Hulu that gets automatically billed, HBO Max gets automatically billed, my phone, Mm -hmm. Apple Music, all of these things get billed every month. Mm -hmm. So I just have it go straight to that Apple credit card where I make 3% cash back which immediately goes into your Apple Cash. Like the Apple um, Cash card yeah. Okay, so does that kind of summarize all of the credit cards do you have and that you, you have? Or do you have transfer more that money to your bank account if you want or leave it there? Um, I mean, I also have the American Express Platinum card that I almost never use. Mm-hmm. I solely have it for the benefits of having the American Express Platinum card, mm-hmm. like having live access at airports. And then I also use it for the free. You also get an Uber credit with the platinum card of $15 a month. Yeah, I need to put that on my Uber account. I don't know why I haven't. Because you don't have to use. Yeah, it just has to be on the account. It just has to be on your account. And then you get a $15 Uber credit. So I really have the platinum card for more benefits. Does the... Gold card and the platinum card compound on top of each other. So if you have the gold and the platinum, then you can ride for 25. Yes. So I get oh. a $25 Uber credit every single month. Wow. But if you're paying the fees for the cards, it's a thousand dollars a month to have both. Or it's a thousand dollars a year to have both cards. <laughs> because the platinum card yearly fee is almost $850. Uh, is that something you can pay annually or does that come monthly it's or only, it's only annually 
and you don't get points for paying the fee. When it gets charged to your credit card, you get zero points. For it. I have the Amazon Prime uh, Visa credit card that I just have on our Amazon account. And if I remember to use it, I'll use it because you get 5% cash back on Amazon purchases. So um, why wouldn't you use that? Like, on days like, it's not every day. It's like oh. Prime Day and on Black Friday and Cyber Monday and things like that, that you get 5% cash back on Amazon purchases. I think it's only 3% cash back every other time. Yeah, and I honestly just forget to use it. I just, I really prefer to not use, because I, I do know people who are like, you get the most points if you use X, Y, and Z credit cards for all of these purchases. But then they have money spent across five different credit cards, and that's just way too hard to keep track of. Yeah. It's easy for me, because my Apple credit card is almost the same amount every single month, because it's only... Things that are auto build go on there. Mm-hmm. So I know it's going to be about the same amount every month. And then I just have to worry about how much I put on my American Quest Gold card. And that's it. Yeah. I always thought that you put all of the expenses under the segment that you get the most benefit from. I didn't realize that you only used two of them, really. So if it's a really large purchase, like mm-hmm. a huge purchase, I will use the credit card. Like when we went to DC for the marathon and I paid for Nico and I's room and for mom and Dan's room, I used the Hilton Honors credit card. That makes because sense. It was a $600 charge and I knew that I would get a lot of points. But if I was only spending like $20 on something and I knew like the Amazon credit card, I don't shop on Amazon that much. So if I was only spending $20 on Amazon, I'm probably just going to put it on the credit card that I'm going to remember to pay off. Right. Because the amount of money that I would get back from spending $20 on that credit card is relatively low. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with the Delta credit card. Whenever I fly Delta, I use the Delta credit card. But that's easy to keep track of because it's not like I'm booking flights every day. Right. Okay, that makes sense. So you're going on a trip with your friends. Would you use your, and you're staying somewhere for a week and you're flying out to meet them somewhere. Would you use your platinum card to buy the flight and then you would use the Hilton card to stay in the hotel for a week or would you still only use your gold card? Um, I would definitely, so for that, I would, if I was going to fly Delta, I'd use the Delta credit card. If I'm not going to fly Delta, I would use my platinum card. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm staying in a Hilton, I'm going to use the Hilton credit card. If not, I'm going to go through American Express's online travel and book it using my uh, platinum card. So I do look to make sure that I'm maximizing the points that I get. Mm -hmm. But again, taking a trip is a large expense. That's true. Expenses that I make on a daily basis 
almost 100 percent of the time go on the gold card okay okay so then all of that's kind of entangled in to one another so all three of the topics that i had the credit card points the airline points and the hotel points all kind of combine under one umbrella then really right would you say yeah and then you can also earn points by just staying at a hotel which sounds like that's what the diamond member is for hilton right yeah and then so like it's the same thing with airlines like you can get status on airlines without ever getting a credit card like Mm -hmm. i've never had a southwest credit card but I've flown for free on Southwest probably five or six times mm-hmm. just from flying Southwest all the time. Yeah. Okay. And then what is your craziest story of how you finessed something from either your credit cards, your points, at all of the above? Like what was your best finesse, I should say? Uh, I would say my best finesse was probably that trip to San Diego Um, because I, so first, American Express at one time had a loophole that you could recommend yourself to a credit card. So I got bonus points because I recommended a friend, which was just another one of my emails, uh, to get the American or to get the Hilton credit card. So then I got, I think, 15,000 points on my gold card for recommending myself to the Hilton card. When I got the Hilton card, I then convinced like 10 of my friends to also stay at the same Hilton for this school because that, there were like 20 people that I knew that were going to the school in San Diego with me. So I convinced about 10 of them to stay at this hotel. And then of those 10, I convinced five of them to get the Hilton credit card because they're also military, so they don't have to pay the yearly fee. And I showed them the math for how many points they would get if they use that credit card versus just paying for it on their debit card. So then I recommended five of my friends to get this Hilton Honors credit card so that way... I got, I think it was like something like 30,000 points for every person that I recommended. And I recommended five people to all get this Hilton Honors credit card. So that way, because they were all going to stay at the same hotel with me. Oh my God. And then you used all of those points to go to Hawaii with that? Uh, yes. So all the points that I used to go to Hawaii with them were from that. But I mean, that's not even all of my points. Like, when you moved to Boston and dad went up there, and dad and Nico called me and used my points to stay in downtown Boston for a week. And then I used my points when we went out to Hawaii. Because also the nice thing with using your points is once you, I think it's the fifth night is free. Mm-hmm. So every fifth night that you are redeeming points for is free. 
So you're about to rack up like a lifetime supply of points over the next six months. Uh, Depending on where I go to these schools and what the availability is of government housing, I could, yes. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of weird. So they didn't have government housing where you were? Was it just because of COVID that they let you stay in hotels? Uh, So it is common that they don't have enough government housing Mm -hmm. for where we go because officers don't stay in the barracks. Okay. I don't know that. That cuts down on a lot of available housing that they have. And then on top of that, you only had one or two Navy hotels, but a lot of the rooms in those Navy hotels were being used to quarantine sailors who had COVID. Okay. So they had even fewer rooms available to actually stay in for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. And if the hotel was booked, fully booked for one night of any of the 75 nights that I had to stay at the hotel, mm-hmm. they couldn't accommodate me. So even if there's one night that's full and it's empty the other 74 nights mm-hmm. where there's availability the other 74 nights, they can't they can't take me because they can't kick me out for one night and then have me come back. Yeah. So we will we will see. Longer stays are usually more likely to be sent off base than shorter stays. But we will see when the time comes. Fingers crossed, because then you can get more points. Yes, that would be that would be nice. Not that uh, this would be my first time in two years that I was able to spend any of my points. So, yeah. Are there any other places that you can redeem, or that you do redeem points from that we didn't mention? So maybe I don't know. Like, I remember when we were in high school. And I was in middle school. So you were in high school. I was in middle school. But we had the Speedway card and dad would earn points on the Speedway card. Is there anything like that that you also do? Uh, so I don't do anything like that. I um, I never went anywhere consistently for buying gas. That it was worth it to get a credit card for there. Um, I do remember that when I was working in Atlanta, there was a shell across the street. And if you set up your credit card with the shell app, the shell didn't take Apple Pay or like touch to pay. But when you pulled up and you opened the shell app and you typed in your credit card number mm-hmm. and you, or and set up an account, when you got to the shell gas station, you said, yes, this is the gas station I'm at and I'm at this pump. And then a code would pop up on the pump that you would type in on the app and it would activate that pump. And if you use that method of paying, you would save like three or four cents a gallon. Oh, wow. So there are, there are things out there that you can do to save money on gas. You just have to look at each gas station because there are gas stations that do offer things like that. Mm-hmm. Like there's gas stations that if you put your phone number in, and let them text you, you save three cents on gas. I have people texting me for free, so I might as well be making three cents for every gallon of gas that I'm getting. (laughs) If I get one more text from the Ohio 
the Ohio Voters Association for Paul. I have no idea who Paul is, but apparently I'm, I'm Paul. I'm not even registered to vote in Ohio. I'm not either. They keep texting me. I'm like, I don't vote here. I'm not registered in Ohio. I'm registered in Massachusetts. I don't know why they're texting me. And I don't know who Paul is. But whoever yeah. he is, he can kick rocks because it seems like he gave out my phone number. <laughs> and I hate him. Yes. Mm. But yeah, um, that's kind of all of the questions I had about finessing. You definitely gave some good insight as to what credit cards do what. And I didn't know that military, active military didn't pay their credit card or didn't, I don't know if didn't pay their credit card bills. Because don't, don't pay credit card fees. Don't pay credit card fees. Mil, active military don't pay credit card fees. Yeah, I didn't know that. And I didn't know that you didn't use all of your cards on a regular cadence. No, and that would be definitely a big recommendation that I have for people is not to get in over your head and using a billion cards and being like, well, I get 3% here and 3% here. Like, you're not spending enough money at any of those places for it to be worth. Right. Like, if you're making a large purchase, Mm -hmm. and more just relative to how much you make and how much you regularly spend. Right. But if you are making what you deem to be a large purchase, it makes sense to use a credit card specific for that. Mm-hmm. If you are not making a large purchase, it it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, if I go to the grocery store and I'm only spending $20, it doesn't matter whether I use Apple Pay and use my Apple credit card and get 2% back or my American Express and get 4% back. Right. Because... Two percent on twenty dollars is just not enough to stress about using the correct credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely be careful getting like my best advice is be careful getting credit card because it can get tempting because you can look at it and say, well, I have. $7,000 of available credit and I really want X, Y, and Z. But I don't have the money in my checking account right now, but I know I'm getting paid at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Well, anything can happen between now and the end of the month that you end up not having that money. And then you end up carrying a balance on your credit card. And once you start carrying a balance on your credit card, it's really easy to get your mind wrapped around that idea of, well, this is okay. I can pay this. Mm -hmm. And then you start carrying a balance for a while. And credit card interest is really high. And it's not worth it. So Use your credit card like a debit card, people. Yes. It's not, the money's not there. You don't have money to spend that you don't have. Don't spend money you don't have is what I was looking for. Yes. Especially live within your means. Yes. And especially like you don't need to be spending egregious amounts of money every month just because you can. Like there's there's no need for that. Maybe I'm just saying that because I'm bitter about my low credit limit, but (laughs) 
Uh, but yeah. It does not make it bad advice, though. No, it does not. Well, do you have any parting words of advice? It seems like your your last words there were pretty pretty sound. Don't get in over your head. Live within your means. Start with one credit card. Go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Um, well, thank you for coming on. Um, I'm sad that you're not going to be at Oats Giving this weekend, but I will see you at real Thanksgiving. adopted by a random family that we do not know. Yeah, we don't. So to give a little context here, um, our family group message name was initially the Hatchlings because Nico, David, and I decided that we were hatched from our father and that kind of is just a spinoff of our relationship with our dad. But anyways, it's an, it was a term of endearment. And then Nico, who I had on a previous episode, um, he was going to adopt a cat that was named Oat. And Oat had a very interesting adoption photo and he put it in the family group message the the cat did not look good it did not look good he looked like an old man it was it was also a kitten that was being held up by like the skin on its neck it was very sad looking but also very comical um so Nico posted it in our group message and then Oat just became our mascot and the entire group message transitioned from the hatchlings with a baby chick group emoji to the oatlings with the adoption photo of oat being the group chat photo and then our thanksgiving got changed to thanksgiving or got changed from thanksgiving to oats giving so everything revolves around oat and oat is not in our possession, not in Nico's possession. It, oat has been adopted by somebody else that we have no relationship to and that we don't know at all, one bit. And that's that. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. I learned a lot. And maybe this will inspire me to call discover again to ask them to extend my credit so then I can have the opportunity to increase my credit before applying for another credit card because you also have to wait a good portion of time after being rejected by a credit card before applying for another one yeah yeah so hopefully I'll ask them to extend it and they will and I'll get some good karma and manifest that for myself but Thanks for coming on, and I will see you in person in a couple weeks. Oh, yes. At Real Thanksgiving. At Real Thanksgiving in Ohio. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, David. Love you. You're welcome. Bye. Love you too. Bye.